Welcome to episode 37 of New Indian Woman podcast airing first in early March 2021 and I'm your host Krishna. Hi listeners. Guess who is the guest for today's episode? is someone whom i wanted as guest right from the moment i decided to do a podcast almost one and a half years ago let me admit i was hesitant about contacting her and when i did she really and readily agreed who is a special person she is someone who i feel doesn't require any introduction but still to do justice to a podcast format let me introduce the guest She is none other than Bindu Malini Narayanaswamy, the very popular singer and composer. Bindu is one of the few rare artists who have pursued training in both Carnatic and Hindustani classical forms. Yet, she has constantly strived to explore avenues outside of her strict classical roots to other forms and traditions in search of the pure soul-stirring power that music has. This has given form to a more easy yet confident personal style for her as a performer. Bindu has composed and sung for feature films, documentary films, theatre productions and independent albums in Hindi, Kannada and Tamil. She won the National Award and Filmfare Award as Best Female Playback Singer for songs from Nati Charami, a Kannada film she composed and sung songs for. If you ever get an opportunity to listen to her sing Kabir live, don't ever miss it. Bindu, I'm so happy to have you on this episode. I'm a huge fan of your music. If there is ever going to be a chat with you done by an amateur without any knowledge on music, this is the one. Let me admit. I hope a little further into the recording, I overcome that stage fear equivalent feeling that I'm having. and it becomes more natural as of now i'm quite nervous <laughs> welcome again to new indian woman podcast thank you so much krishna thank you so much for that extremely sweet introduction for the benefit of the listeners would you just uh, give a quick intro of your journey until now i'm saying quick only because i have so much to ask you Yes, I'll try and be as quick as possible. So I'm born and brought up in Madras, now popularly known as Chennai. And um, although none of them could take music as a complete full-time profession for a long time, I grew up in a musical family and uh, my party did take it as her profession, her identity at a later state, stage in her life. and my mother who was a full time uh, central government employee was also a graded artist from the all india radio and she did go and perform as and when possible but she was always singing whether i'm sitting behind her in the cycle or she's cooking or she's doing anything she's singing all the time hmm. 
so that is how music entered into me uh, right from the time i was born uh, and uh, party also in party's house party class was going on all the time sangam hmm. veena dance everything because of my aunts and uncle also hmm. so for many years i didn't formally learn music but music was also imbibed hmm hmm like language like other habits and everything by sheer imitation and absorbing from the environment and much later i went started going for formal classes as graduation i pursued arts drawing and painting mm-hmm. so my graduation in history of fine arts and uh, drawing and painting then i also did ba music through correspondence to kind of support my music learning with theory a little more theoretical knowledge mm-hmm. post that i went and uh, did um, msc visual communication my masters and then i went to national institute of design to again pursue one more diploma <laughs> in uh, design because i think i still was not satisfied about what is it that i wanted to do and how to go about doing it and through all this i had various interests of dance theater um music sports and uh, yeah for for a brief period i was also very keen to learn kalari payattu and i was doing that with utmost sincerity till i left for nid so that is one thing i want to really go back to in life somehow hmm my god it is like an out pouring of creativity across all the areas i that is one way of looking at it the other way i was just still not sure about what is it that i want to do in life <laughs> so it can be seen both ways uh, it was okay for me to try and fail then not try at all beautifully you know? put beautifully put like yeah and i didn't even fail it's just that uh, i had fun i went along with it till it nourished me and i found meaning in it and till the point where i felt i was also doing justice to it hmm the minute i felt something is not sitting in place i will then see what is it what's happening true uh, whether it's uh, a calling from inside or something outside is not resonating with me hmm so like even though i took design i was very clear that i will probably not go into an ad agency and do branding hmm, uh, hmm. i mean i'm not saying branding as an exercise is wrong or anything but how i apply my skills what i use it for was very important for me right and uh, i think shaping oneself is is both an additive and a subtractive process like if the sculpting is happening both ways hmm. so sometimes we have to let go of some things and and we like you said we are learning all the time and adding things to ourselves right. you have followed some very nuanced areas in music and maybe not the traditional or the easy route especially coming from a family with a lot of musicians Uh, mm-hmm. maybe there is a path which is very clear you know the 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 concert route or some other kind of a more traditional journey in music but you mm-hmm. seem to have moved away and you are trying various sorts of things uh, mm-hmm. what what makes you do that okay so two things 
one is that i'll be honest that this seemingly straightforward route of music and concert although it's straightforward is it's not easy i think it's one of the most demanding hmm. and rigorous journey one takes hmm. and you know music is like any other arts it's about being in that ocean it's it's not about reaching anywhere hmm. it's so vast and um, it will take lifetimes many lifetimes to and i don't think anybody wants to even complete it or reach somewhere right right it's to just be happy that you have this ability to be with music so i was referring not from in terms of reaching somewhere sorry uh, but more ha. in terms of trying out various forms like uh, you know uh, what i'm trying to say is trying say kabir trying some women writers those various kind yes. of nuanced areas versus uh, looking at you know this particular composition alone or uh, trying out various compositions in one raga and something within the more classical kind of a set correct. pattern i was referring to that correct so what um, i wanted to say is what you're asking is very correct at the same time i would say in one way i think i kind of try to escape but at the same time in another way like you said i have taken a more challenging hmm. route so escape is let's say when i think the art itself demanded a certain level of rigor in a very particular focused way right um and going into perfecting it to a very high level of precision hmm uh, i reached till a certain point in that and after that i couldn't because i i could not understand the meaning hmm of this exercise that is just me now so till a point it was the art hmm and after a point something about who i am and my personality took over in terms of questioning why certain things are done yeah a very important attribute relevant for anybody in any role and especially for women i feel i'm saying regardless yes. of what role you do in life so how each one gets an answer to that hmm or what is the answer each one is willing to take and settle for is what decides every individual's journey and uh, at that point i face some of my own mental blocks hmm and i try to look for my answers and in that search somehow i had to leave home leave my familiar territory hmm. leave my familiar form of music almost to e- even come back and look at the same old familiar things with a fresh perspective yeah you know to not take it for granted hmm or do anything blindly or do anything just because everybody says so right uh, so these were things which kind of uh, is there music or uh, is there carnatic music or hindustani music beyond religion hmm are these two that entwined hmm so then what happens if you kind of break these things down and then reconstruct it what happens there is a lot of uh, exciting possibilities there hmm. which over time centuries people have b- made and broken and questioned so hmm. what i'm doing is nothing new but i had to find my vocabulary there 
So do you think that search or that those questions got triggered because of the environment at home your education what do you think would influence I am asking uh, the, the relevance of this question I would like to you know why I am asking this is as a mother or many of us as listeners many of them maybe you know young mothers older mothers whatever who are used to uh, what do you say okay my children should learn music this is what i want to give uh, my uh, child this is the environment i want to create this is the kind of education i want to give for my child etc so i am just trying to figure out see ultimately it boils down to how self aware a person becomes you know somewhere somewhere in our journeys mm. we we start becoming self aware we start asking those questions to ourselves then comes yeah. the question of whether we have the courage to face the questions and things like that but yeah. what do you think influences those is it the environment is it the education to some extent it's the personality i understand but apart from that what are the other factors you think leads one to uh, those processes uh, definitely the people and the environment hmm. uh, and i would say the kind of experiences or things that happen in your life be it very bad and traumatic or extremely good and memorable hmm both leave a lasting impact on you so our decisions are based on that that you do not want certain things to happen again hmm. or you card for life or because there is something which nourishes you so much so when you are asking about this the was it the environment and people it's all this Hmm. Certain really wonderful things, certain really unfortunate things, hmm. and certain things like you said, the awareness came much later, hmm. Hmm. and then we start putting pieces together and say, "Oh, this is what happened. Oh, this is what happened." Hmm. And, um, some, like I say, I'm happy in terms of music that it was around me hmm. that stopped me realizing it. It seeped into my being. Hmm. same time when it started becoming a demand hmm or a very oh you're so good at this you're so gifted so this is what you should do hmm after a point i was not very sure okay you know i wanted to do it because i love it hmm not because it i can i can do it okay good that was one hmm. and the other thing i think like because you spoke about children hmm when i look back i think i was not I have said this many times that I was a rebellious person I was rebelling 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 hmm. actually now when I think about it that sounds unfair to my own self <laughs> all I did was like any child hmm who's curious and who wants to understand what's going on I have asked simple straightforward questions and when there were convincing explanations given hmm. which felt reasonable I have accepted it. Hmm. When somebody has said don't question it this is how it is done because this is how it has always been. Hmm. I have never understood how that is good enough. Yeah. I think the adult can still say I don't know. Right. <laughs> A very important point. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. You know there are so many times um in my discussion with my friends I've said that sometimes we want to 
become the super parent in front of the child and we hate to admit so there is this ego playing between uh, the parent and the child it sounds very rude and harsh to say this but somewhere to come down and say i don't know my child i really do not know why i am doing this <laughs> mm. it 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 is yeah when you do it it's humbling yeah true no i think if certain questions i had asked the adults or anybody sat down to just say hmm what is this question where is this coming from and if there was a dialogue i think things would have panned out differently hmm but i said okay i if you chuma say this is how it is because this is what it is i think you should give my own intelligence and your own intelligence a little more merit <laughs> true <laughs> true yeah so that is a wonderful uh, thing of us to think about do we have and do we create that space in our homes for our children or whomever and children tend to ask more uh do we encourage that do we do, are we ready to question along with them if we do not know yeah mm-hmm. so you were talking about uh the happy moments uh, and things like that which also shape and in in the context of happy moments i am thinking about the national award uh for playback singing see one is the national award per se as award as an entity getting and what does it mean to your identity yes you know that can be a topic by itself but that particular moment you know i have never interacted with anybody who has got a national award okay so i'm feeling already happy about it <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like keen to know how was it for you to know that um honestly it was an utter disbelief at that moment ha huh. I was like I really thought people are pulling my leg and just for the sake of teasing me teasing me randomly calling me and uh, like this usual thing about it's too good to be true kind of one thing it was mm. but but did you also feel one mm. is national award you know as in such a large country with so much t- uh, talent and all that that is fine but another thing is you are there in that list with many other people who have been there whose names are there right right so that is also a different kind of feeling you grow up listening to some greats and suddenly your name is there in that list kind of did you get that feeling it was a mix of so many things krishna because yeah. like i said it was really beyond my imagination first of all see sometimes you want to work hard to get into an id or hmm. you have an exam you write and you want to get that mark and you do things with that goal hmm hmm sure hmm. i didn't really have any of that in my uh, horizon um of course the deep dreams are there somewhere saying uh, what if, hmm. what if but those are chuma like day dreams kind of a thing so seriously for the longest time it really felt like that having mm-hmm. said that i have to also admit saying the fact that that particular song mayavi manave yeah. from nati charami got this sort of a recognition really hmm uh, makes me so happy and proud because it's one of the most unconventional compositions to first of all feature in a film and mm. that that got chosen and that mm. i could be part of this entire journey i was not just a singer i know i got it 
as a best playback singer but to know that i have been part of the creation is really what is the culminating thing for me here saying it's not just my voice it is my creation which is also getting acknowledged true yeah such a beautiful thing and typically anybody who um has any kind of uh, chat or an interview with somebody who has won it would request that be sung i'm not going to ask that i will not trust <laughs> my basic audio mechanism uh, to you know uh, render justice to that uh, song so listeners please search for this song and listen to it it's available <laughs> all over it is so beautiful and i loved the context of that song in the movie i loved the music i loved the song everything yeah and uh, bindu you choose to sing kabir and i am a big fan of you singing kabir and also women writers hmm. why 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 the specific so um carnatic i really love carnatic i really really love and i really hope i take the i put in the effort to go deeper hmm into it um i really wish i get that discipline in my life and uh, similarly hindustani hmm and both of them really showed two very different deep rasas one is bhakti and the other is shringara hmm. and all the shades of it i'm i'm not going to say only purely hmm i'm not going to box anything here hmm but both were so much in the realm of the form you know hmm whether it's at least in my understanding at that point i could only see forms and not experience what bhakti means hmm and uh, what love could mean hmm or how both could be the same and uh, kabir gave me that space of formlessness hmm nirgun bhajans hmm or those universal truth that he constantly speaks of hmm which then it hit me as a lay person okay i did not have to become a saint i did not have to be- follow one way of life to experience what he is saying or to be hit by what he is saying hmm it was so it is so timeless it's always relevant and i i i saw that uh, kabir uh, not an inspiration it's much beyond uh, in uh, your sister's book Yes. Uh, right so it's is is a family connect with kabir kind of a thing or do you people discuss kabir when you meet like this is a beautiful book i chanced upon that book and i did okay. not know it was his sister and I, i was like oh my god and that was two days after listening to your concert once and uh, it was so beautifully written and in a way in only which you know somebody who has imbibed and who feels that love for kabir and what he has done can write in that way in such a simple way but i don't know somewhere it is somewhere inside kind of you know it cannot so be expressed he is the one who reintroduced kabir to me also through that book oh, okay you're right because for me otherwise kabir was uh, just the dohas that you had to memorize and write in your exams yeah and i found him to be too moralistic then saying oh you have to yeah. be like this he sounded very strict but the way my sister portrayed him he is really so human yeah and so so beautiful in all the fragile fragments that he could hold with so much love hmm that's how kabir entered and uh, initially i and kumar kandar 
in his music and kabir's words even before i understood what kabir was saying uh, i really loved the way i could just lose myself hmm. and afterwards when i also started understanding the meaning through initially the translations by linda hess hmm. that really opened another dimension to okay. not just music to to entire way of thinking to look at one self look at the world to perceive this world it kabir is not saying anything other than what has been said time and again by mm. many stick saints but it suddenly became accessible i could reach it or it reached me at the time that i needed it mm. i could express it in my music also by just probably somewhere allowing myself to feel it that's mm. all that's all it needed so beautifully put so see most of us as lay persons again we listen to music um as entertainment first mm. and some of us just manage to kind of you know just go about that and just uh, you know it influences us in different ways we allow mm. it to influence etc so i'm not talking about those very uh, highly Uh, knowledgeable listeners who are able to interpret whether that how the complexity i'm not referring to that i'm talking about layman listeners mm. where it it you know it may be mostly entertainment and goes beyond it for a mm. few people but listening to you i feel you see the power of music in you know in different ways or you believe there is so much more power to music and somewhere activism somewhere um, the power of music can influence mind somewhere you believe in that that's how my perception of your music how do you see music yourself uh, i've said this many times but again it's it's almost like music has shape and no shape in the same moment you know it's 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 solid but you can't hold it in your hand hmm and it will come and hit you so music always transcends our uh, it hits emotionally hmm. and it kind of goes into all those cracks and crevices inside us where sometimes we want to just let go of logic hmm. because also music has this way of somehow immediately they say you no know, music is transporting transcending hmm. because it kind of disengages you from time and space hmm. and we always map our reality with this so it immediately becomes timeless or it transports us it takes us away from where we are it takes us deeper hmm. because music has that ability that is one the other is that um yes music therefore can transform or be the vehicle for transformation hmm. and also music says much more or packages your expression in a much better way in a complete way holistic way and even when you watch films films cinema is 2d if you see only the visual thing but mm. what finishes the cinema is the sound design the music which then makes the audience sit in the experience mm. you know it's finally the sound that comes and reaches you mm. yeah as much as you're watching it with your eyes so we don't we take sound for granted but it's 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 always there around us and it's always there in our entire life journey that is one the other is that therefore i feel music really has a greater power of he- healing hmm and even in my own way i can 
quickly change my mood by listening to some song or listening to some sort of music or if i am too bogged down by something if i just sing a song i can completely at that moment find a little bit of break from being trapped in a particular thought process hmm and the fourth thing as you were asking hmm i realized what it is for me hmm is that i think music becomes a safe place because now when i look back most of the times i have my experience of completely absorbing music or being in the lap of music is when actually i was in the lap of my mother's either lying down sleeping while she was singing you know climbing so, up and yeah singing. so for me and then recently i saw that my brother was just sitting and practicing his sitar hmm and uh, my niece she didn't do anything she just went there and she curled herself up in front of him and she was just lying there hmm and uh, i could completely get it she just felt like going and absorbing that peace yeah with that with that example you have taken each one of us to our own mother's lap you know that peace and what music means you know there could not be a much more emotional explanation i feel so looks like that's what i go back to when i <laughs> engage with music or i share music hmm i end up approaching it with now as i'm talking to you i realize so that that's probably what i'm recreating again and again <laughs> for so, my own self and everybody <laughs> <laughs> so nice yeah, so nice to hear that so this music for me lyrics uh, are important as a listener for yeah. you as a musician how important are lyrics how important are musical notes i always thought i will not be able to understand much if i do not understand uh, yeah. the lyrics uh, but recently i was listening to you and pallavi singing arabic song yes. and uh, it moved me to tears hmm. you had given a you know what the story is about what it is about but hmm. without understanding the words itself like you were saying it takes us somewhere hmm. but for you do you think lyrics is required or music in its pure form because of your roots in classical music whether it is carnatic hindustani how hmm. much of uh, you know there is this focus that musicians sometimes have on how they are able to precisely render or improvise notes etc how important are these factors for you yeah all of them are important like they come with their own intrinsic value hmm so the the notes the swarasthanas the shruti so the minute let's say i have a tambura tambura hmm to use the tambura and not be in pitch is unfair hmm then you just don't put the tambura sing let it go wherever then you just like that is another beauty to it hmm but if you have said okay i am using a tambura that means i have already put my first step of saying we are going to adhere to pitch okay Shruti. hmm then let's do that having said that our ears are trained to a certain level and as we go deeper and deeper our ears keep getting trained and it's that journey that you can only reproduce or you can produce a sound that you've heard or mm. you're sure so as much as the voice has to train you have to utter a sound mm. your being has to know that sound exists and to identify it and produce it so the ears have to become better at it and indian music has its certain aesthetics its classifications its norms 
um when you go to other cultures those the, those musics have developed in a different way hmm so they come with their own beauty which may sound right and wrong to us but then that's because we are seeing it from here true true so each of them have their history their journey their development it's it's very very exciting that way so like you said till a certain point uh, the storytelling happens because of the words hmm and then after a point when you don't understand the words the imagination takes flight right it's like watching a film and reading a book hmm sometimes when we read a book we are imagining everything that's of the picture that's getting painted there correct when we watch a film that medium is telling things differently true so that yeah so once words come in hmm. and we uh, okay here these words are potent or they have a certain function here i think the the best is to marry the word and the music there and make the best of the two okay and otherwise you can just flow like a river and do everything that you need to with just music and um, so lyrics for me is secondary hmm music by itself is enough at the same time once the lyrics come in we'll have to make sure that uh, both of them make sense right that even that in a given context hmm so um that's why sometimes i do recompose some known things because maybe i feel like what is the lyrics are saying and how the tune is sounding is not sitting well or maybe i feel like just say expressing it differently okay so in this talking about music and seeing from where we are and trying to maybe interpret music i just want to talk about a related thing in terms of what people how like all of us we make judgments about people we are mm-hmm. constantly we are in that process of judging people while we may talk eloquently about the you know the fact that we should not be judging or i am not being judgmental etc but if we examine we realize that most of the time we do judge people based on their looks based on what they wear based on how they speak based on their gender whatever whatever so judgment mm-hmm. constantly happens and mm-hmm. similarly for music also i feel there is lot of judgment and i've heard uh, uh, um that you refer to this how music influences people's judgment the kind of music you sing and how you sing where you sing uh, influences uh, people's judgment uh, mm. about the person so could mm. you touch upon that okay so i mean i get reminded of how um, one of my classmates in college she said you know you get away with everything bindu you you ride the bike and come to class you do all these so called blasphemy famous things or naughty things hmm. or you you just walk around in trousers and shirt and everything hmm. but my mother or anybody in my family don't mind it because the minute you sing a song <laughs> yeah it, so with that you get away with all this because it's like uh, all this is extra but deep inside you are that very cultured girl okay <laughs> So I mean I'm just I mean she said that even I was like wow okay that's so loaded mm. she's not passing a judgment but mm. she just showed how our minds work what we associate with what mm. that if you sing a particular kind of music then you're already then you're this kind of a person 
Right. So it's very tricky, Krishna, because throughout my life and even now, I think I have these, um, to a certain extent, people from outside judge. But after a point, I think there are some standard stereotypes. Hmm. My own, and I myself am some suddenly like watchful hmm. of will this person say something like this to me or will this person think this about me so actually by doing that I am also judging the other person true true uh, oh that person is so deep in their classical music that they will definitely uh, shun me because I have broken rules or something like that hmm who knows, maybe that person is as chilled out as anybody else. <laughs> so do you remember any such instances where, um, like you talked about your friend sharing, but I'm saying a friend sharing is one thing, but I'm saying some stranger talking, saying something where uh, you feel, you know, there was an opportunity and you were able to um, respond to it. I'm asking this question only because mm-hmm. most of us are also while we judge constantly, we are also at the receiving end. And sometimes we do not know in our society, in our context, how to respond to some of this. And I feel it is important to start talking about some of these things. Yeah, no, it's very true. And uh, see, that's, uh, I think I try to break certain things for my own self. Hmm. If I unnecessarily connect one to the other, for example, I'm going to take a very personal example that um, my very close people in my family keep constantly telling me that I should wear a bindi. Hmm. For me, I love bindi. I love wearing a bindi, all that. But sometimes I just don't feel like it. Hmm. And if I have to sing a particular song, Hmm. I feel that song itself is so potent and all that matters is the song and the singing. Hmm. Not how I look, what dress I'm wearing how I present myself, at least for me, personally, that's secondary. Because I feel one should not judge a person by their looks or the clothing or anything like that. And so this has always been a big point of debate for me. And somehow I have never been able to buy that. Hmm. In fact, the more and more that gets pointed out, I'm talking about a very simple thing here probably about looks or how one needs to present oneself or you should have a smiling face, you should open your eyes, you should look very pleasing. Um, uh, That sometimes I think stops us from actually being able to connect to Mm. that that moment probably had that potency uh, of allowing us to experience something far more deeper or larger or something very, very different. Hmm. maybe that one moment you wanted to just cry because that note or that song or that tune did something Hmm. Hmm. but you have to put a smiling face I'm not too sure about that (laughs) one should get lost in it no so I'm talking about on the appearance level yeah like this I think there are many 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 layers to this yeah of who is allowed to sing what and how are you supposed to be when you utter God's name, then what is this idea of God? Hmm. Uh, This can really open up so many things, Krishna. And additionally, because you are a woman, hence what is doable, what isn't versus a man and so on, right? Why I, you know, while there is no answer, I still chose to, uh, you know, discuss this particular question 
because most often you know uh, when we hear say people in the limelight people who have um, you know a reasonable level of credibility in society and all that when they take we, we normally think you know they do not face challenges they are above all this hmm. so hearing this from you in the context of music in that field itself for something as simple as a bindi itself hmm. you hmm. know that they, these are the kind of challenges that you face i just hmm. felt it is very important to discuss it doesn't make you know in my daily life these kind of challenges are there people who have achieved something they are beyond all this is not true everybody has have to be presentable we you have to be smiling you have to be, you because you are a woman because you are a musician because of your roles there are those expectations and judgments happening constantly Uh, yes and in fact um everybody at the end of the day is just a normal person and they will have their needs and everything and mm. they are not answerable to anybody in that way yeah uh it's a it's the same thing there has to be that respect of uh, giving one that that level of space yes yeah friends hope you enjoyed listening to bindu talk about her journey about what music means to her and so much more we had decided to record as one episode but then we went on and on and that means there is a part 2 to this chat that episode gets even more interesting i promise look out for that meanwhile refer the show notes of this episode or head over to the newindianwoman.com website to see links to the award winning song a kabir rendition a performance of threshold as well as the book she refers to in this episode so until the next episode this is krishna here saying bye to all of you till we meet again